Hey, and welcome back to The Good Fight. I'm your host, Dylan Jacobson, and I'm using a microphone today, so hopefully we're not clipping as much as we did last time. I'm really just doing this with Audacity um, and a headset, so it's nothing super fancy, but let's get into it. Uh, If you haven't tuned into this show before, The Good Fight is about fighting through having our own personal careers and not relying on anybody else to make that dollar that gets us by. I'm Dylan Jacobson. I'm a comic book artist. Uh, if you found this on Patreon, you know where you can support me. I'll just do a quick bump here, and then we'll do housekeeping at the end. My Patreon is patreon.com slash Dylan. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash D-Y-L-A-N. Shortest link ever. Been there forever. But um, last week when I recorded, I talked about how I was struggling to get prepared for Planet Comic Con, which is Kansas City's comic book convention and one of the Midwest's largest comic book conventions. In 2017, they had roughly 70,000 people, and they were hoping to get about um, 100,000 this year. So they were looking for a huge crowd, and I was looking to get 1% of that crowd as my sales, which would have been one, or excuse me, 700 sales. Um, unfortunately, I didn't quite do that well. And there were a lot of factors leading up to that, and it was a really difficult weekend. So I figured let's just break down what was hard about this, and then we'll lay out what the goals are for the coming week. Um, before I get too deeply into this, I want to let you know that I don't know how long this podcast will be. Each week I'm hoping to do about 10 to 20 minutes, so roughly 15 minutes. Um, we might go a little long today as I break down the story. So here we go. I'm headed down to Planet Comic Con. I've got a bunch of prints that are brand new. I've got comic books, and I've got buttons, and I've even got a fake Pokemon card. And we're going to see how well I can do at a huge con, because I've gone to things that are like 3,000 people, but never 70,000. That's insane. Um, And it's last Thursday, so we're looking at, what was that, February 15th. And um, we book on down there. I'm going with my colorist, Travis Bentley, who's also got a ton of cool stuff of his own. And... um, we get down there, uh, the trip's pretty easy. Setup was, once again, pretty easy. Uh, but the first problem I noticed, and this ultimately became the largest problem, is that I just have too much product and too much to be showing to be sharing a table. But Travis and I had no idea what we were getting into, and we both wanted to be brave and just go do the show, but we also wanted to be defensive enough not to just waste all of our money and not make a dime back, so we split a table. Ultimately, we both had to try to prune what we had to showcase what we could and split it up. But I think that this, in the end, created the most problems, as I said before. Um, But we hopped off to our hotel room, suffered through cold showers, because oddly enough, the day that we got there, um, we checked in at like 2 o'clock. I know that's a little early for hotels, but the housekeeping still hadn't gone through our room, and we thought, hey, we'll just chuck our bags in there, we'll head down to the show, set stuff up, and uh, when we got back, uh, it was still dirty, because when we had set our bags in there, they hadn't finished cleaning, and we thought, you know, it wouldn't be a big deal, but it was. So we get back, and we go down to the, uh, the front desk, and we're like, hey man, our uh, hotel room is still dirty, can we get somebody to clean that, like, oh, we'll just switch you over to a different room, and they handed us keys for the adjacent room, which, the keys didn't work, and, you know, little slidey plastic card thing, no good, so we didn't have access to our hotel room, I ran back down the stairs, said, hey, these don't work, and they go, okay, here, try these, and handed me yet another set, and they didn't work, 
So I got a little frustrated. I'm like, hey, this isn't uh, working. We got a funny hotel that I booked in October with non-refundable money. So we got to figure out how to make this work. Um, okay, so I'm going to head back down to the front desk, I said. Uh, that wasn't the case, however. As I did that, I looked at the, the casing that the key card came in to realize it said that it was a room that was about five rooms over. And I tried that, and voila, we got in. So we moved a few rooms down as opposed to one room over, as they had told me. So that worked out fine. The shower was freezing cold uh, for Travis that night and subsequently again for me the next morning. But it was a great way to start the weekend because February is cold, and it's a hell of a lot warmer in Kansas City, and this is going to be a big Friday start to our con, so a cold shower never hurts. We get into that convention floor, and I say, I need coffee, so let's go find that before we get all set up, and we do a little stroll around town, go into this sweet little coffee shop called Spokes, after the first one we wanted was closed due to a burst pipe, and Spokes is like a bike shop, coffee shop, it was super cool. I was really happy to grab some coffee there, get myself woken up for the morning after our mediocre continental breakfast. I really hope you did not hear that burp just now. But we get all that going, and we get the table set up, and there's, like, nobody. Now, the con didn't feel slow to me. I'm used to, as I said before, like a 3,000-person convention, right? So that should be just fine. And there's people running around, people looking at stuff, people kind of talking to us. The guys next to us at their booths were great. Uh, the people we were surrounded by all seemed friendly and happy to be there. But we didn't move a single product. And as the day moved on, I began to become much more hopeless. Hopeless is the word. Um, previously, the night before, in our weird hotel room, I had this horrible dream that I wouldn't sell a thing. And that I, would, I was going to come home having spent a lot of money on a big show that wasn't going to pan out. And that was stressing me out throughout the day. And I really can't express how much I started to eat at me. And we had people kind of looking at our stuff, people kind of visiting, the guy next to us doing a bang-up job, even though it was really ultimately slow. Some of the other vendors said, hey, this was a slow Friday, don't get discouraged, it's going to be okay. Not a lot of us did a whole lot of work, and I was like, I didn't do anything, and I need to do really well to make this worth my time, and uh, it didn't really go the way I anticipated. I didn't make a sale. It had even gotten to the point where I was, like, crushed flat, like my spirit was gone. I even texted my fiancé, Catherine, and said, what's the difference between a cat and Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, and my sales? And I said, the cat exists. That was crushing and difficult to say, but I had friends at the show, friends with me at the table, and it was time to go out and have a great night, and I drank a little too much, and I was a little, okay, I was pretty cynical and nihilistic, but I think I held it together because nobody called me out on it. Everybody did want to say, hey man, did you have a great show? But I kind of did my best to deviate that, because Saturday was right around the corner and we had to make some sales. Saturday came, and it was a hell of a lot busier. This was the day that was like, yep, this is a busy con. This is where those 70,000 people show up. And there were so many people in and out of our booth space, in and out of the aisle we were in, that it was impossible to count them all. But we did this setup where we put this tower on the table so Travis could put some of his prints up, and we, we split my banner and put both of our prints back there, and I tucked my comics on the corner, put some buttons out. And I think ultimately... 
we looked like we were a couple. And I, I don't mean that in some sort of romantic sense, but it looked like we were a pair. Now, we do work together, but we were doing this show independently, and I think that was my weak spot. I have too much stuff. He has too much stuff for us to split a table. And we do have work that goes together, but we're not supporting each other. We're supporting ourselves. This table really, really spoke well with his awesome prints. And everyone's going to be critical of their own work. I think his prints are better than mine. Maybe just a scotch, if anything. And they sure spoke loudly. So I think a lot of the people who came by, because Travis did a pretty bang-up job. I'm going to give him that. Congrats, dude. You did really good. Um, but I think people really thought if they bought a print from Travis, it was supporting me as well because we were a couple. Like, we had this thing going on, right? All of our stuff spread out across this table. Our print's almost literally touching, absolutely literally touching on the backdrop. Um, and then my stuff was kind of overshadowed because I, I don't have a lot of visually gripping stuff that says, Hey, Champions is here. Champions is a comic book you want to buy. Let's get in line and figure out what, the, what this thing is. And buy a $5 comic, because ultimately, that's what I need to get in your hand. That, to me, is what's going to get people coming back. You're going to read this book, you're going to want number three. Number three is coming out in just a few months, right? So we're going to get things ready to rock and roll. And uh, I sold five, four, excuse me, four comic books on Saturday. And, sure, I sold some comics. Good for me. I sold two prints. Um, Let me double check. No, three prints. And, um, that wasn't quite acceptable. I didn't get there. We had lots of people coming, lots of people complimenting on our stuff. And the biggest compliment I think I got was people said, Hey man, you make prints that nobody else makes. I'm tired of superheroes. I'm super stoked to see Earthworm Jim. I'm super stoked to see Wiley Burp. I like what you're doing. But ultimately, they were picking and choosing stuff that wasn't mine. But I think they really thought that everything was spread together. We even had people saying, like, oh, if you're doing discounts, I get two for 30. Can I get one of these or one of those? And Travis and I are pretty receptive to that because we want to make the sale. But ultimately, that's us splitting the money and technically walking away with less than we would have if we sold two of our own. That didn't happen. But I really think we gave away a visual that said, hey, men, men, hey, guys, hey, everybody. This is a joint effort where really it was just the, we're good friends, we came here together, we're splitting a table because of cost and fear, when we should really just do this on our own. And that began to really, like, churn in my head of, like, wow, I am, I am, I have too much at risk to let this happen. Um. My career is riding on events like this, I don't have a day job anymore, I've got to grab this by the face and yank as hard as I can. And uh, I was unable to do that at Planet Comic Con. So it was really something I needed to digest for a few days, which is why I didn't record this on Tuesday, uh, which is the day of the week that I'm hoping to record most of these podcasts. But I ultimately have to concede that Planet Comic Con as a sales adventure was a failure this year. A tremendously good learning experience, and I suppose from that respect, you can call it a success. But there's a lot of things I need to do differently. So I've dedicated myself, and I said, Hey man, uh, you can't do shows where you split a booth anymore. And I'm going to try to keep that as one of my banners, as I've got to be bold and strong and put my work out there, put myself out there. I've got to be able to pitch it to people that this is the thing, this is what you need. 
because Champions is a story of four different individuals coming together trying to do the right thing in the face of insurmountable odds, or at least seemingly insurmountable odds, and just like my life, I've got to do the same. And I have to nut up, I guess, and do these shows on my own. So I'm totally willing to go back to a show with a, a friend, especially my colorist, but we're going to have to have our own tables that way there can be a bigger impact, and I need to get a little better advertising. So I'm looking at new banners, I'm looking at new ways of setting up uh, for shows that captivates my potential audience a little bit better. And that's something that I'm going to have to work on as we move forward, because currently my next con is until July, but I think I'll get a few more in there as I put together a list of conventions. So it was a difficult time, to say the least, and I don't want to say that it was a bad time, but I definitely didn't feel too positive. And there's always that looming feeling of like, oh crap, am I living in a vacuum? Am I, am I a big fish in a small pond? And is the ocean so much bigger than me? Because I, I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is the biggest city in our state, but it's not the biggest city in the world, and I'm relatively successful here. But will I be as successful somewhere else? And I think that's going to be the big challenge as life goes on. Because I know I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to move around. So, what are my goals for the coming week before I record the next podcast? And granted, if I record this on Tuesday, some of those goals might not be met. Because I'm recording this on a Friday. But let's break that down and see exactly what I'm looking at doing. In this creative career, one of the big things I've learned is pitching. We've got to pitch ourselves to people. We've got to tell them how we want to relate to them in order to start cultivating a community. And community has been the big lingering question on my plate since, well, since like fall of 2017. How do we make this a better community? And how do I talk to you in ways that makes you want to talk to me? Well, luckily, by listening to other podcasts, specifically a podcast called Reasonable Risk, I learned a little bit about pitching, and I would love if they'd get into that a little bit more so I could get a little bit more brave with how I speak. Because everyone out there is somebody who I might be able to relate to, and you never know who wants to read a sweet little book, and you never know who might want to support a creative in their neighborhood. So... Let me give you this as a pitch. Champions is a story about hope, doing the right thing, and overcoming the odds and obstacles that are in our lives, regardless of whether or not you have superpowers, because being a human is the miracle. So, if that sounds like something you might be interested in, go ahead and check it out. You can find it at Comixology. Just search for Champions or Dylan Jacobson. That's me. Or hop on Patreon.com slash Dylan. There's lots of cool information on there. And we've got stores all over the place so you can check it out. And if you're not sure and you got a hold of this podcast, you can email me at thedylanjacobson at gmail.com. I know, pompous as hell. Or you can check me out at dylanjjacobson.com as well. Find a way to get a hold of me and I'll get you a book. I'd love to talk. And if that sounds like something that you're even more interested in to the point where you want to support me, the way that I make a reliable paycheck is Patreon. And I've been able to use that platform to get really cool rewards out to people like Valentine's cards, exclusive posters, and get feedback like what print 
looks uh, better. I've done a couple AB variants to figure out which ones we want to push. So my patrons are directly involved with my work, and they get early access to stuff like scripts and pages as they come out. We're going to start posting some colored content for issue three. So there's lots of cool stuff that you're going to get to get your eyes on as we come together. And don't be afraid to tell me what you think. If I'm not providing what you were looking for, you shot at me, we'll figure out how to make ends meet. Because it is really you, at the end of the day, that are my champions. Um, I really can't make it without you. And I'm so grateful for those of you who are there. And hey, if you can't support me uh, financially, no problem. I know that Patreon's as little as a dollar a month, but sometimes that's not feasible for everybody. So you can go ahead and just share this podcast, share the Patreon, share a comic book with somebody if you've got a copy. Tell people what's going on. That'll be pretty sweet. And then uh, let's change gears here for more goals. One of my other goals when it comes to community is trying to get your feedback on what you like about these books and what you like about the work I'm making. So if you're part of these already existing communities like Patreon or Facebook, which is facebook.com slash championscomic, leave us some feedback. It'd be great to hear from you. If you want to go ahead and give some feedback on Facebook, that'd be awesome. It's a really easy way to do it. Also, if you'd like to jump over to Comicsology, you can leave a one to five star uh, rating on the champions comic and you can find all of that information in the details for this podcast want to make sure that every link necessary is on there because i want you to have the best information possible but leaving those ratings helps a lot ultimately if you think this podcast is kind of a cool idea keeping up with an artist's creativity specifically a particular artist and somebody from south dakota you can go over to itunes and leave a review on there five stars would be super duper uh go ahead and type something in there too if i get a review from you i'll read it out loud on the air and um i'm looking to do some cool review stuff with issue three so if you get a chance to review the comic over on facebook if you get to leave a five star on comicsology if you give me some feedback on patreon i'll be able to work with you i might be able to even give you an early reader edition of champions issue three so we can maybe get your feedback on that one too Look at that, we're at about 18 minutes, so I think it's probably time to wrap this boy up here and get myself back on top of grant writing. Hooah! So let me summarize my goals. I want to better build my community, I want to better prepare for cons, and I want your feedback on Champions so we can get excited and ready for issue 3 as it rolls out. And ultimately, I need to finish grants. So those are my four goals for the week. Weekend. Okay. Anyway, my name is Dylan Jacobson. I am your local comic artist from South Dakota. If you're not local to South Dakota, at least I'm in your ears. Uh, We'll get back to you next week, hopefully Tuesday, and report in on how we're doing. And hey, when things are tough, don't give up. Life's always kind of rough, but hey, we're in this together. And as long as you keep fighting the good fight, things will go your way. I'll see you next week.